Welcome to the early rookie prediction analysis, statistics, redrafting, however you want to call it. Today is going to be about the NBA rookies, how they performed so far, what are the expectations going forward. I know it's still early. I mean, some of these rookies only played like 10, 11 games before, uh, because of pro the protocols like Deni Avdija, he only played 11 games because the Wizards only played 13 games comparing to other rookies that, yeah, guess what, played more. So I think it's going to be a very interesting episode, so stay with me and let's get right into it. I'm not gonna, I don't want to react to last night matches because we only have three. And the only thing I want to say here is that I want to make a Bradley Bill trade scenarios episode because... As much as he says that he likes to Washington, he says that he likes to win. And I honestly think that he is done losing. This Russell Westbrook ex experiment has turned out to be a disaster so far. They're 3 and 10. And yeah, it doesn't look so good in DC. And Bradley Bill is still in his physical prime. He's only 27. So yeah, he might he may be the next superstar on the move. He's leading the league in points, points per game, 34, which is ab absurd. So yeah, next episode, or I don't know if next one, or soon is going to be an episode where I talk about Bradley Bill potential trade scenarios. Because if you ask me, I think he's gone. I think this will be his last season in DC. Now, let's move to the rookies. So, I know it's still early, obviously, but it's fun. To do this. this is really fun. So, if you are redrafting the rookies right now, who do you have? Top three. Let only just top three. Is Edward still going number one? Nah, for me not. I don't know if he's going top four. So Anthony Edwards looks like the kind of guy who would have fit perfectly in the 90s. <laughs> He's very athletic. He shows glimpses of that, sparks of that, like you saw that dunk against Wiseman, against the Warriors. That was, I, I, I don't know, I think that was kind of... Yeah, let me remind you why I got drafted number one overall over this guy. But... He sometimes looks like he doesn't know what to do on the court. I know he's also on a bad team. Comparing to Wiseman. Who is on a really good team with amazing leaders and veterans. Towns is not playing. Russell is not excelling. So Malik Beasley is like the best player right now. As weird as that sounds. But. His first step is really quick. He's very athletic. He, So he, here it is, the, the part that is really confusing to me. He's shooting horrible from the three-point line, like 27%. And he's attempting them. I mean, he is 23 out of 84 so far. Yeah, he's he has the most points out of all the rookies. 12.3 per game. But the gap is not that high. 
and 27% from free is pretty, pretty bad from a shooting guard, from a wing player in today's stage of games and how the game is played. Yeah, 27% is really bad. Then field goal percentage, 34. 34% field goal, so this means literally everything. It's even worse than 27% from free, honestly, if you ask me. His best spot on the court is like in the paint. He's shooting 43% in the paint. Which is really, really bad. So top of the key, he's shooting 13%. If you look at the statistics more detailed, he's averaging 3 rebounds, 1.6 assists, 2 turnovers, 0 0.5, 0.6 steals, yeah. Edwards is not going top three, top, even top four, maybe, if I want to redress right now. And I don't know if that's a concern. As I said, it's still young, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, I don't know, I'm not going to go berserk on these kids. He's good. No question about it. He's good and his potential is, wow. But these shooting splits are weird because he's also shooting 80% at the free throw line. 80. So, which is pretty good for a rookie. And usually a guy who's shooting 80% from the free throw line doesn't shoot that worse from the field or for the three-point range. Which is kind of weird. He's averaging 24 minutes per game. If you ask me, he should get more because this team is clearly still a young rebuilding team with zero chances to make the playing tournament as of right now okay maybe one percent i don't see that they got russell and towns yeah they are best friends towns is out edward should get more playing time and they should find a way to somehow integrate him better Because he's, he's, he shows, as I said, he showed glimpses. He's attacking. Shooting? Terribly. But he's attacking. He's scoring. Layups. You can see that he kind of has a, that football background. Because of his aggressiveness and how he's built. He's incredibly muscular and athletic. But he should... I don't know if he was the number one pick. James Wiseman can make an argument that this guy can be a, like like a unicorn. He's averaging 12 points, whatever, 11.9, five rebounds. He's shooting the ball pretty efficiently. I mean, 51% from the field is all right. He's the center, I know, but he's a rookie. 33% of three. He's not shooting them really much. He's six of 18. But... Apparently, he can shoot some of them. And 61 from the three throw lane, yeah, line, that's, that's not good. But a rookie, right? So I like Wiseman very much because he was maybe the, the pick with the most... So it looked like he was the pick with the most risk, but also the greatest reward. 
in my opinion, because he didn't play in college. He played like two or three games. It was that scandal I really forgot about right now what it was all about. It doesn't matter right now, but... So he never played. I mean, not he never played. He did. You didn't see him play when he matured himself as a teenager. I don't know how to say. You get it. You get me. So the simple size for him was more. But he looked like an amazing player because he's also really athletic. He showed some some hands. Some, he controlled the ball really good for a rookie and for a center at his size. He can also shoot a three. You obviously don't want to t- transform him into a spot, into a three-point shooter. But he can shoot it. He's rebounding. He's blocking shots. And he's on a good system. So this is why, and this is why I think that any of these rookies so far that would have went to Golden State would have a major, major advantage. Because he's playing with Steph and Dre. Because these guys are veterans. Curry and Draymond Green have played together their entire career. Not to mention Clay Thompson who is out with injury. But these guys play together their entire career. They know how to play. They know where to be. They know where all the passes go. They, they, they know everything. They know where to find each other. And integrating a kid like Wiseman in this system. Remember, if Clay was not playing, I really view the Warriors as a title contender. Right now, yeah, they will probably make the playoffs. Or at least the play-in if things go really bad for them. But with Clay, Are you freaking kidding me? Title contenders. Plus Wiseman. He's a really good player and a really good center. And they lack some center depth. I know he's young. But as I said, he can do a lot of things. And when I see that Draymond is really coaching him and talking him up and giving him advice where to be, because he sometimes looks like, not that he doesn't know where to, how to play, but like doesn't know where to be. He finds himself in some situations and he's like, bro, what am I doing here? And his defense is really bad. I mean, you expect that of a rookie. But he's perimeter defensive and they put him on a pick and roll and he's... He's guarding the, the fast guards like, I don't know, Dieron Fox or players like that, young players, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell. And they are like, <laughs> his face is like, oh, so this is how an NBA perimeter player is moving. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, he's going to need to learn a lot. But as of right now, I think he's right on the schedule, right on the money. He's playing really good for a really good team. The environment, I think it's so benefit for him. I don't give a damn that Towns is a center. I think Wiseman should have won number one. So, you can't compare, but... It's the classic story when... Michael Jordan was not drafted first overall. And, okay, you can make some... Can you make some excuses for Hakim? I mean, Hakim was a Hall of Famer and an unbelievable, unbelievable player. But Jordan went free. 
Because number two was Sam Bowie because they needed the center. They should have drafted Jordan, obviously. Play him in center. I mean, Portland drafted Sam Bowie. Jordan went three. Draft Jordan, play him at center, man. Same for Wiseman. They already had the center. So what? It's not like Wiseman was going to play 40 minutes. He could have come off the bench. Maybe try to play a little twin tower game with him and Towns on the same time on the court. Maybe it's still early to say that. But as of right now, it looks like Wiseman should have been the first round pick. Lamelo Ball. So... This guy was, dude, so his career, his trajectory, his, wow, is so unique in any kind of way. So this guy went to Lithuania to play for the worst team in the Lithuanian Basketball League, however is that called. And all the spotlight was on him. Guys were, people from all over the world were starting to watch Lithuanian Basketball only to see Lamelo and Liangelo play together. And Lamelo was like, what, 16, 17? Then? And he was playing with grown men. And he had some unbelievable highlights. He never played defense. I mean, he's not really good, but he wasn't really trying either. Yeah, it was a one-year experiment. The Lithuanian team probably exploded on social media and on live streams and on everywhere yeah it was something really unique to see and then he went to australia to play for the worst team in the australian league in the national basketball league i think it's called <laughs> and there as well he grew so much height wise i mean he developed his game, obviously. He became really tall, grabbed a lot of rebounds, played really aggressive on the offensive side of the ball, but same on the defensive side of the ball. He had some highlights. If you go watch them, like, he didn't give a damn. So there as well, a lot of spotlights were on him. A lot of new people started to watch, at least the team games, because of Lamelo, because it was interesting. Because it was controversial. Because it was it was a lot of drama involved. And then he declared for the draft. Drafted by Jordan's team, Charlotte Hornets. Third overall. And there were some rumors that in that rookie interviews where teams interview give player chances to prove themselves. Some teams said that Lamelo Ball looked like a disaster. And he was not communicative or stuff like that he looks really good in charlotte now i don't know if he if he really wanted to be there if so he made sure that the hornets will draft him i think golden state warriors should never drafted him because i don't see how he would fit there same for minnesota they already had a, their point guard in angelo russell and yeah, I think it would have caused a lot of drama there. So Charlotte is a good, is a, the, probably the one of the best destinations for him, honestly. Out of these three, and he looks really good. He looks promising. So I would say that James Wiseman looks 
right on the schedule. Maybe Edwards a little bit, a little bit behind the schedule. And Lamelo Ball, I would say the same thing. He looks really good. He's averaging six rebounds, six assists, eleven points. He had a triple double. He had some double doubles, and he's shooting the ball. I mean, not the greatest stats, but he's forty percent from the field, thirty-one from free, and sixty-six from the free throw line. And if you watch some highlights from Australia, let's say Australia because he was too young in Lithuania. He really never tried to play defense there. Now he's trying at least. He is not that good because, yeah, but he's trying. I think he should get more playing time. This rotation with him, Graham and Rozier, somehow looks all right. The Charlotte Hornets are a better team than the Minnesota Timberwolves. Gordon Hayward is having an Unbelievable season under the radar. I mean, dude, I don't know if you knew that, but Hayward is averaging 24. When is the last time this guy averaged 24? Yeah, he's, Hayward is also 5 rebounds per game and 4 assists. Graham took a step back, probably because of Hayward and Lamelo. PJ Washington is playing good. The connection with Lamelo and Bridges is good. So Lamelo Ball, Lamelo's Lamelo Ball passing is insane. So this is why all the scouts said that this is like probably the best part in his game. His passing, his court vision, his basketball IQ, which is true. He's really passing the ball at a really high level, which is unbelievable for a 19-year-old kid. The concerns were about the defense, about his behavior, but he looks really good on camera interviews. He looks charismatic, having fun. He's averaging six rebounds, which I think he's leading all the rookies. Yeah, more rebounds than Wiseman, Isaiah Stewart, or whatever center you may thought has more rebounds than him. His sh the shooting concerns are kind of the same. His brother had Lonzo, which apparently is on the trade block, as breaking news yesterday, which I think is really interesting. I don't know what you can get from Lanza, honestly, and you will have to find a team that will probably give him a lot of dollars because he's going to be he's going to be a restricted free agent. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that sooner, too. So yeah, I think that Lamelo can. I mean, he could be shooting much worse, guys. Trust me, believe me. He's all he's okay. He's all right. He can figure it out. Still early, so I'm not that concerned about his shooting, maybe at the free throw line. But these things adjust with time and LeBron James is still a bad free throw shooter, same for Yanis. So if he if this will be his only flaw in his game, he's cool. He's gonna be alright. Now the most I don't know if I wanna say surprising rookie, but he shouldn't have been drafted number eleven overall. Yeah, now I'm going to talk about other rookies I like because there are a lot of rookies I like in this class. It was announced and promoted to the public that this isn't going to be like the best uh, free point, uh, the best rookie class. But they look pretty good, a lot of them. And this guy from the Kings, Tyrese Halliburton, he got drafted 11th overall ahead of Killian Hayes, which is a mistake if you ask me. So they are both, po both point guards. Tyrese Halliburton is almost 50, 40, 90. As a rookie, are you freaking kidding me? 
So if I would if I were Dion Fox, I would be concerned about my role on this team. As I see this kid, he's only what? 17 games in? How many games he played? 14 games in. 50% from the field, 47% from free, 81% from the free throw line with 11 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists. So this kid is really good. He can really shoot the free. Yeah, he doesn't attack the rim that much. He only has 11 free throw attempts, of which he made 9. Probably this is why the free throw statistic look really good. But oh my god, he's really good. He can facilitate his shot. It's still weird. People say people said that it wouldn't translate good to an NBA game, to the NBA atmosphere, but he's proving the doubters wrong. And yeah, if I would have to redraft, I would probably have him, I don't know, second or third. Dude, this guy's really, really, really good. Watch some Kings games. He isn't afraid of the moment. And he's getting more playing time, 28 minutes, which I think is at least every rookie should get on these teams because except apart from the Golden State Warriors, I don't think none of these teams have playoff aspirations. I mean, the Kings, the Charlotte Hornets, and who was else? Timberwolves, right. So... I don't know if this guy really have playoff aspirations, but I really like I really like this kid Tyrese Halliburton. And yeah, he kind of looks upset. I mean not that he ended up with the Kings, but upset because he was drafted 11 overall. He's proving like everyone like how can you draft all these guys ahead of me, man? He's also averaging 1.2 steals and almost one block. So he's hustling. He's a really good player, man. Then another surprising rookie that I don't even know when he was drafted, but he should have been drafted way before. He's from the Knicks and yeah, he's not up to topping. Emmanuel quickly. Dude, this guy is averaging 11 points. He's shooting 94% from the free throw line. And he has 36 attempts. So it's not like he's not attempting. He's shooting 37% from free, which is, I think, about league average. And he's a rookie. He's 21. Okay, he's one year or two years older than all these guys I mentioned before. But are you freaking kidding me? 40% from the field. He's not afraid of the moment. He he's averaging only 17 minutes. Dude, this guy. This guy per 36 is 22 points. Five assists. Wow. That's insane. And he is really good. He's above league average at the three-point line. So I don't know how this guy fell to the 27 spot something when he got drafted, but he's an unbelievable shooter. 
He can dish out some assists. I don't know if you will want him to be the primarily ball handler on your team. But oh my god, he's looking spectacular. And she he should get more playing time because if you remember, it was not so long ago when the Knicks were like the revelation of the East. They are on the ninth seed. I mean, it could have been worse. Obviously, they are the Knicks. You ex you would expect the worst. But they are still, I think, contending for that play-in tournament. And this guy quickly is insane. I don't know how he fell to the Knicks. Yeah, they, they usually don't have that luck or that knowledge to draft. Because... Yeah, Abit Hopin is not that great. I mean, granted, he was injured. He only played eight games. But as of right now, quickly looks a million times better. Cole Anthony is also rookie-like. But I don't know, something about him tells me that he will not be like a perennial all-star or something like that. Which I think all of these guys I have mentioned have the potential to be, even quickly. Cole Anthony is really good, man. He's okay, but he's also on a team that is not necessarily bad, but the thing with the Orlando Magic is that they have a lot of guys injured. So Fools went down, and since then Cole Anthony became like the primarily ball handler and point guard and I don't know if this task is too much for him as a rookie he's averaging 4.6 rebounds which is impressive because he's really small so that's impressive he's fighting he hit the game winner so he has he has will he has desire he has power I got my eyes on him shooting wise yeah 36% from the field, 33% from the free point, 84 from the free throw line, which is impressive. I got my eyes on him. Another rookie I really like, man. And I think has a bright future in this league. I, I don't know. So this for me is probably my favorite rookie. Patrick Williams from the Bulls, drafted fourth overall. So he's averaging 9 points, 40 bounds, 1 assist. On about 25 minutes per game. He's already starting. I mean, he's not always necessarily finishing. But he's already starting. With the Bulls. And the reason I like him is. He kind of knows. Like where to be at any time. And I watched some games. Some Bulls game against, against Clippers, Lakers. And. He's not afraid. He's. Alright, oh, oh Kawhi's. Handling the ball, I'm gonna go ahead of him. LeBron is guarding the ball, so what? I'm gonna be ahead of him. I don't, I don't care. This guy has four rings, and some people believe that he's the best player of all time. So what? So his attitude is unbelievable. His shooting splits are insane because he's shooting 44% from free. But if you really watch his shot, it looks kind of weird. I don't know what about it looks weird, but watch his shot because it's interesting. That's all I can say. He's also shooting good from the three throw line, 80%, 46% from free. He has 11 blocks so far, which is kind of impressive considering he's a small forward. 12 steals, 
not the greatest passer, not the greatest facilitator, but he can always develop that. I really like him. I like his size. I like how he's built. He's strong. He isn't afraid of the moment. I think the Bulls really got, got a good rookie in here. Obviously. So if I were the Bulls with the fourth pick, who have I would draft before Patrick Williams? Probably Harry Burton. And that's it. Of the people that were drafted after Patrick Williams, I think I will only take Harry Burton before him. Another interesting rookie, Tyrese Maxey, he played good. He had the game where he exploded, and this is why probably his stats are that much, because otherwise he's not playing that much. But, so we don't know exactly what happened in that Harden-Philadelphia trade potential scenario. But maybe the Sixers, maybe the Rockets were okay. So give me Simon Steibel, two free first round picks, and Tyrese Maxey. And the Sixers were, oh, no, I'm not giving you Tyrese Maxey. We don't know, but it's a possibility. It's also a possibility to think that the Rockets will never trade their best player since Hakeem to their Mori team, the Sixers. It's also plausible, obviously. I don't know. But this guy looks okay. He looks promising. So another shout-out that I want to give to some rookies is that Tate guy in Houston. Which, I don't know exactly what's going on in Houston, but it looks like everyone is on their own. Yeah, it's weird. And the two rookies from Memphis, man. Desmond Bain and Xavier Tillman. I mean, no one saw that. So... The Memphis Grizzlies, yes, they had an easy, an easy schedule. But nevertheless, they're on a five-game winning streak. John Morant and John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. were out. So they are easily their two best players. And Tillman and Bain really played really good. So if you are a if you're a Memphis fan, you should be happy. They really they really balled out. I also like that kid Okoro from Cleveland. Yeah, he's probably the rookie with most minutes. He's averaging 35 minutes per game, which is kind of insane. He looks determined. Peyton Pritchard for the Celtics. Man, what a steal for the Celtics. Age 23, made all four years in Oregon. Peyton Pritchard is shooting the ball insanely good. He's clutch. He's not afraid. He knows where to be. He knows where to shoot. He has played this game so much more than all these other rookies. As I said, he's 23. He played four years in college. So his knowledge, let's say, is most developed. He, he doesn't have the body. He's not the most athletic. He's not the most talented, but He's one of the most hard-working dudes. As you can see on the court. The eye test tells you that. So, to make a comparison, yes, I can see Tyrese Halliburton being an MVP in the league one day. I can never see Peyton Pritchard being an MVP or a superstar or whatever. But, I can see him having a very successful career being like the role player that every team wants. 
that every contending team wants. Sadiq Bay from the Detroit. So yeah, looks bad in Detroit for Killian Hayes. Maybe even Isaiah Stewart hasn't shown so much promise. But Sadiq Bay at 21 years of age. I don't know. He's he's alright. He has some good shooting games, some really good shooting games. He can rebound the ball. He's tall, he's jumping really high, he's athletic. So yeah, and another like my curiosity, let's say that from the draft, and we will end the episode right here. Is Devin Vessel from the Spurs? Because he's eh, he's getting 18 minutes. He's producing like six points, three rebounds, almost two assists. He can do some stuff. But it's the Spurs, man, and they're player development, and they always find gems in the draft. Like, you may not see that in the first year, but remember, I think we said that about older young players. I mean, Lonnie Walker hasn't looked like exceptionally great in his first year, but yeah, he's not like an all-star right now, but he's improving so much. Dejounte Mori is one of the, my favorite young players in the league. I like really much Derek White. So I don't know what to expect from this Vessel kid. Spurs are nine and eight right now. Keldon Johnson is really good, and he wasn't like the best player when he got drafted. But it's interesting. Maybe they can do something for their future with Mori, Keldon Johnson, Lonnie Walker, this guy Vessel. It's going to be interesting. And yeah, this curiosity will probably take some time until we finally find out who Vessel is. But I will keep my eyes on him too because, because he's a member of the Spurs. That's why. And the Spurs always know how to develop their players. So this was it. Thank you guys for listening to my rookies leaderboard too early, however you want to call it, episode. Stay tuned because as I said, I will drop a Bradley Bill potential trade destination soon. Today we are also on the 27th of January and soon enough, the tournaments in Australia will start the ATP Cup. Also some WTA events. I will be talking about them because I really miss tennis. Not all the drama that has been so far at Australian Open, I don't want to talk about it because it's none of my business and I think, yeah, a lot of bad stuff happened there, let's just say that, a nightmare. But I'm excited to see some tennis players give their best in Australia. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Comment down below if you were to redraft your top three rookies. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify and Whatever you find your podcast, I'm right there on the platform. Just search for me, The Anduke Day Show. Have a nice day. Peace.